Hello, good evening, welcome. Domarigato? No, that's not right. Something. Hola! Welcome to another episode of Sawdust Talk. Tonight we have Dylan from Dylan Woodworks. Super excited to talk to him. Uh, before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors, Surf Prep and George Supply Co. Uh, we probably couldn't do what we could without them. Uh, we might be able to, but it wouldn't be nearly as smooth to sandpaper joke. Uh, let's go ahead and get everybody in. We've got TJ and we've got Dylan Fawcett. So it's going to be a good one. Let's see if I can do this without Insta Instagram breaking again. Two. Uh, if you're just joining us, make sure that you put all your questions down below in the little speech bubble with the question mark so we can get to them. I promise I see them. I'm not, not great at following them, but if you ask enough times, we'll probably answer it. Instagram always breaks. Dude, I'm so scared of Instagram and everybody that I'm friends with that has like basically just laughs every time I tell them, yeah, we still do we still do IG live. And they're like, why? Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> it's it's the most unreliable social media app. Yeah, it really is. It's, so TJ should be I, I have bugs all the time. Uh, speaking of bugs, I just got the, like, the, the fly assault, like, the shotgun that shoots salt pellets at flies. Oh, yeah. I have ne never felt as just badass. It is awesome. It just obliterates flies. You're basically chucking little boulders at them. <laughs> it's like deer, you know, you're shooting a shotgun at a bird, basically, right? Just... Yeah. Smaller pellets, smaller bird. What's up, my man? There's, there's the man of the hour. Hey, guys. The real trick is how are we going to know which Dylan is Dylan? So you're just going to be Dylan, and Fawcett's going to be, I don't know, that guy. It's, this point. it's usually the, that guy that I'm spelling it the right way, and the other guy's spelling it the wrong way, but this guy's spelling it right, too. Spell so the right way both ways. Yeah. You can call me Dill. That's what everybody calls me. Shut up. Rick, we're just never going to solve this. And you know what's even crazier is that if I took my wife's name when we got married, I would be Dylan Mitchell. That's crazy. That's the manliest name I've ever I, heard. It is, it's a good name. It's, it's a good name. Such a solid name. My are wife guys, like wants that more. What's up? Are you guys the same? person like are you or is this like alternate timeline type thing should we get into the multiverse i think yeah i think we might be from the multiverse dylan, dylan mitchell is, is dylan's dylan me with like hair. three more kids i i only have two kids do you have negative <laughs> negative one kid two three is a matter when you get to that point man you're you're ahead you're ahead Right. Well, I guess let's get this nonsense train on the road. Um, I'm Brady from Little Bug Woodworking. I am an Omaha, Nebraska. I do a little bit of everything, although I really like working my CNC back here. And we're also doing furniture building over here right now. So wood stuff. Is anybody else getting some bad echo? Is that just me? I think it yeah, might be. Might be. You also look like you need to wipe off your camera lens, amigo. 
perpetually blurry. blurry. Oh, you're like Sasquatch. Yeah. You're just out of focus. <laughs> Take that as a compliment. No, my my screen broke, and I took it in to get fixed, and they broke my camera. So that's great. Great, like you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm TJ with TJT Workshop. I'm out of St. Louis. Uh, Majority of the woodworking that I do happens on a lathe. Um, But we get into all kinds of good stuff, metal work, 3D printing, flat work, all kinds of fun. So, yeah, good times here in St. Louis. So, Dylan, let's take a crack at this again. Why don't you uh, pick up where we left off? You have been at this four years, and your business seems to be transitioning to large 12-inch plus bowls. Is this correct? Yeah. I would say that um, a lot of my commissions more recently have been large turning pieces, um, which is cool. Uh, You know, I like – it's a challenge because they're segmented, and um, they take a while to prep, and – I love that it's something that could like stay in a family for years and years and pass down. And, um, I just love that aspect of it. Uh, and it like, it's, it's not an easy job. It's not like I'm, I have to earn every dollar with those bowls because it takes for freaking ever. And, uh, it's just kind of a cool thing seeing like this, uh, 15 pound block of walnut becomes a two pound bowl. Like that's just kind of, me so i don't know yeah 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 i can dig it man have you uh looked into reinvesting some of your proceeds into a coring system to try and start doing nested sets yeah uh, uh everybody says that and i have looked at it um like uh cutting to cut yeah cut tools or something like that makes a new coring center but that's up that's for a 16-inch swing, I'm only rocking a 14-inch, um, so I'd, I'd probably go the one down from that. But, yeah, it's not cheap. It's, like, it's the cost of, like, one and a half bowls for me. So I need to do it. I just uh, haven't haven't done it yet. But, yeah, a nested, like, offering nested sets would be really cool. I agree. So, it's just about yeah, I don't have the either, but after a show I did last weekend, I kind of realized that it's one of those things that people want, but yeah. they don't know that they want it until they're looking at it. And then they go, Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Right. Yeah. It's, it's neat. It's just expensive. And, uh, I don't know. Can't blame me, man. Yeah. So what, what got you into into woodworking just kind of in the beginning like how did you how did you jump into that um so i let's see i started in high school um and i really enjoyed it doing it then and um out of high school i went to college and um and i got my degree and it was really cool uh, I really enjoyed that, but then when I got into, um, I got into a really a niche market, aka like I started working for the government in a really uh, uh, focused setting, making like one thing. He kills and, people. Yeah, 
I, yeah, I don't. I don't kill people. Dylan. Dylan thought I killed people. I don't kill people. But uh. But if he, if, but if he I did, did tell us, I couldn't so. tell you either. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, I, I loved. I went to school for tool and die. That was my degree. And working with tool, like you know, making fixturing, making jigs, metalworking. I love that. I love doing that. Um, I was not doing that as much in this new role. And so I was like, oh, so bored. And so, like, I was like, you know what? Uh, and then I went back to school for engineering, and I was like, actually, calculus? I hate this. Um, so woodworking. And so I just uh, went hard at that. And now it's, like, the hobby of my life. And uh, I'm just always just dusty. So that's cool. That's really fun. How many How hours a week does the laundry situation go over at home with the endless support? <laughs> Supply of wood and chips and pockets and pocket desks. Yeah, so people think people think that I that I uh, take my shirt off when I'm turning for like the thirst trap uh, aspect of it. I can't stand the feeling of wood chips on my shirt. I hate that feeling, and so I would happily turn in shorts um, then. You know, waste a shirt every time you turn the lid. Um, so, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. My washer is like on its last leg with how much crap has gone through it. Like, it's not dirt and, and mud. It's it's dust and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, to answer Dylan's question, how many? Did you ask like how many hours I put in down here? Yeah, a week. Yeah. Um. I'd say a solid 20 to 25, pushing 30 sometimes. I'm also single, not married. Uh, and so that really greatly helps. Uh, I could not do that if that changes. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. You say, you say that, that, uh, you say that it's not for the thirst traps, but this this video I've never seen anybody flex so <laughs> so big while putting glue on. So oh, that bottle of glue had it coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. So all right, if we're gonna if we're gonna throw if we're gonna throw arrows. Uh, the uh, the link to Sawdust Talk in your bio is not actually to Sawdust Talk. It's spelled it incorrectly. Oh no. <laughs> so if we're gonna throw shade. <laughs> There's oh, mine. No. I'm gonna be honest. I love it. I'd flex in every single one. If uh, if I had the pythons. You were prepared to throw that, weren't you, Dylan? For weeks, he's like, you guys would have started some shit. Allow me. <laughs> Welcome to Sawdust Talk after dark, boys and girls. You can find he can link to all of my reels right over there. Mm, I'm sorry. I, could you repeat that? I was distracted by uh, by seculars. Man, oh, he, excuse me. I gotta sneeze. Sorry. He told us that that was spelled wrong weeks ago, but no, he waited. That was, I like that. That was funny. Uh, that's one of the opportunity to tell you. <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh. Because you're a Turner and I'm a Turner and I don't get to geek out with Turners on here very often, yeah. I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of really fun wood-turning softballs, okay? Yeah. First of which, uh, I don't see a ton of carbide tools in your videos, and it looks like you are mostly traditional steel tools. 
I only try and use carbide when I'm working with, with real thin walls and when I'm really trying to get that really smooth finish and get out some of the some of the uh, the gouge marks. Like uh, the people who start with carbide, turn with carbide, and finish with carbide, I can't stand them. I don't. I don't. I like when you know how to use a bowl gouge correctly. It is the most effective tool in your arsenal. I love, I mean, it's all about the angle. It's all about the diameter of the bowl gouge. Like, um, there's a reason that, that tool has been around for centuries. And, yeah, it's the new thing with carbide. You can you can have really poor technique and still get a good bowl. And that's kind of, it's cool, but it's also kind of crappy. So, yeah. Uh, again, I think carbide is, like, the gateway drug for, yeah. for returning, right? Because, like, it's super. For confidence inspiring to, to jab a piece of carbide into especially like a spindle or something right you get a little three-piece set and and the transition once you're like okay i understand how awesome and fun this is but then the transition to steel and learning how efficient everything is is yeah. is awesome and it is it's not relearning but it's it's new learning right so you you've got yeah. You've got more hours under your belt, right? So you think, okay, I can do this, but then you almost get to start over from scratch, which I think is kind of fun. So, yeah, and I, I, I think that uh, I can't, can't take as big of a cut with carbide as I can with my, you know, if I'm trying to hog out a bowl, I'm not sticking with carbide. Going for the, you know, the the long, the longest handle, the Thickest diameter uh, gouge and resharpening every 15, 20 minutes. I mean, yeah. yeah. And learning how to sharpen is sort of one of the fun things, I think, that comes along with your work and skill also. If I, I wish I knew as much about actually sharpening my hand chisels as I did about sharpening my turning tools. I, I would, I'd be cutting dovetails no problem, but I don't know nearly as much about that system as I do about how to do my gouging. So. Yeah, I uh, I picked up uh, what's called a mega square CBN wheel, and the side of it is like an inch thick, and so you can do flat surfaces on the side of oh. it, which is super convenient. So you you don't have hollow grinds; you actually get flat grinds. Yeah, I have a. Have the hardest time keeping a, a straight edge on my skews, they always wind up bowing. It's a total pain in the ass. But yeah, I mean, tur turning's been, turning's like kind of where I started woodworking, and I was like, ah, that's like easy woodworking, you know, I'm going to get into like the more like typical things, and the builds, and the you know, cabinet making, and everything, and like, I still enjoy that stuff, but, um, you know, it's when it came to salad bowls, it was like, oh, okay, there's something like I can, I can pursue that. It's like, like not the easiest thing. So, so if so, I'm not a I'm not a lathe guy, and I don't I don't understand. I I'm still convinced that it's just a router on its side running at full speed. So it scares the shit out of me. Um, totally, a is. CNC guy would think that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that wanted to get into into lathe work and wanted to get into turning things like that. What what kind of advice would you have for somebody 
just starting out? Like, how do they get into it? I would buy, buy a, mini, a mini lathe. Uh, I would, you know, I started with my uh, little tabletop jet. That was my gift to myself when I graduated high school. And, you know, easy, you know, set of chisels. And um, I think I think it's it's uh, the guy the guy from this old house, Tom, Tom, whatever, from this old house. Yeah, Tom Silva. He's like, you know, cut down some two by fours and practice working on spindles. Like, and just do that. Like, you know, you get good hand technique with that. And honestly, making pens is the easiest way to build your confidence with turning. I mean, the, the little things, you can get really creative with them. They're relatively inexpensive. And when you start giving your woodworking away, when you start giving stuff, it's like, it's like crack. You're like, I love this. And then, you know, eventually maybe you can sell them. So like, that's... That's accurate. That's yeah, accurate. I, I think pens and mini lathes, and then the cool thing about wood turning, I I want to remind our audience also is that um, you can use green wood, right? So you don't have to get everything from an overpriced store. Like you can go into the woods and go get a piece of wood, and hmm. then slap it on your machine and turn it into something that people will be happy to hold in their hand. It's like the best thing ever. I did not know that. Does it affect the final shape of it? Like, does it ever warp or anything? Well, that's the thing. If it's green wood, it will it will warp. Uh, if it's any any large size bowl, you turn it, you turn it rough, you let it dry for six months to a year to get the moisture level down. And there's a whole process wrapping it and, and uh, brushing it with what's that crap you brush, anchor, you brush anchor seal yeah to like seal in the moisture uh on the sides but let it come out through the or, or seal on its top or bottom and let it come out the side something like that so like it doesn't crack through um, and then you turn, turn it a second time and that's when you get it down to like where you want it so it does take a little longer with greenwood now from what I understand, I haven't turned so many large size green pieces. Uh, if, if you go thin enough, you can avoid the moisture history. And so it will warp, but it's not going to crack. So, and sometimes the warping an example of this. One second. Yeah, sometimes the warping is cool because you turn a, you turn a bowl and the next morning is like this. And like, ah, that's kind of neat. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, unique flair. Yeah. yeah. Except when it comes to corn boards when that happens that's not cool i had that happen about a month ago i was like ah I hate that's this. not regulation no nope. it was like it, is it, they is have a contract board. Cool? like i i uh <laughs> i build a decent number of cornhole boards and i am always so worried about warping nothing makes me more mad than warped tops <laughs> yeah. yeah oh see that's i mean is that like 20 something inches yep. Uh, it's the better part of 16 or 17, yeah. Oh, man, that, that's, see, that's awesome. And, it, like, that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of blanks I don't have access to. Did you get, like, an arborist to drop them in your driveway or something? Like, um, so this one I got referred to, which is kind of cool. I had a piece in a local retailer with my business card in it, and, uh, the retailer does mostly, like, reclaimed home decor. So they don't deal with green wood. 
and this lady in the same township as me had a 40 some odd inch across red oak come down and she wanted something pretty done with it and didn't want want to wait for everything to dry so they called me and i i took a a big chainsaw over there and i I beat the mess out of it and i've still got some big blanks if you want to pay shipping i'll send you a piece of red oak the size of cleveland um (laughs) that'd be awesome but yeah i just i I do Facebook marketplace also looking for logs and down trees because I got a big chainsaw said she, and, uh, yeah, you, uh, you go out there and you, you beat up your wood and and you make your own blanks. Yeah. It wood literally grows on trees. That's where (laughs) money, money literally grows on trees when you are a wood turner. But you also end up with half the money on you. Right. So, right. And that. That's that's the other thing. The reason I have not invested in a coring system. I've heard horror stories about the knife getting bent, you breaking off your tenon, and for me, with the amount of work I put into a bull blank, that's a nightmare situation. <laughs> so that's like, yeah. Uh, oh no, the glue ups and stuff. Yeah. No, you got you got a lot riding on that, and that's all yeah. jointed and 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 that's, that's the thing. Like. If I if I break off a tenon, it's not it's not the end of the world. I can still return between centers, but like I can lose an inch of, of depth, and that's that's a total pain. So I don't know. If it was if I did more, more like solid pieces, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think, but and yeah, maybe. And I just I picked up a ton of walnut from a guy last night. Um, so for, for like uh, for bowls. So they're not going to be as individual thin thin segments are going to be a little bit thicker and that that just helps me with establishing the right depth for the bullpoints but um i do more than wood turning i do i i promise i make more than just hey you've you got a captive audience right here man yeah, yeah. um i mean my only fans is no i'm just kidding <laughs> so like, man, i've got the tiktok yoga pants over in the other room yeah. man we can we can really make this sawdust talk after dark <laughs> i'm wearing my yoga pants proud of you Buddy, yeah. I'm not wearing pants, so I love this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wearing pants. <laughs> we were supposed to wear pants. I didn't get that memo. <laughs> All, right, All right, time to update the bylaws, kids. Hey, wait! Did you guys know that Dylan graduated just a couple weeks ago with his degree? I did. Yeah, that's what? true. You you knew that, or you did do that? No, I what. I know this this Dylan, the, the, the Dylan with the bachelors, the other Dylan, yeah, that one, yeah. He's like he's like a Mashing. licensed shrink now. Oh yeah, I oh, shrink man. stuff. I shrink yeah, stuff with my got... shrink ray. I think Surf Prep just said that they would sponsor a a, a rapey calendar of of yeah. us in tight clothes. Oh my gosh, we got a calendar. Guys, so okay. Sir, Sir Prep, as the official sponsor, can you please clarify: Are you sponsoring pantsless episodes, or are you sponsoring a racy calendar? <laughs> I'll do both. I'll do all of it. I mean, yeah. To, just to be super clear, I'm in on all of them. I yeah. just want to know how, how much you know to budget for, because we're gonna order a lot, lot of copies of the calendar. And they all I'm saying is that you want to talk about a Christmas giveaway for Sawdust Talk viewers? I want to be. December. I want to be the last thing people see before they start their new year. I mean, nothing would 
would please me more and I'm pretty sure we'd sell twice as many. So yeah, no, you, you're, you're in good shape there, but Ooh, the after the dark, dark sessions. That's what they sponsor. <laughs> We're going to have to put that on our Patreon. That's a, that's a, a, a Oh, hardwoods. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's for hardwoods. this reason that we chose surf prep as one of our sponsors. Sponsored by surf prep. <laughs> All right. It's it's going to be called Only Sands. Yes. Thank you. Be here all night. Only Sands. All right. What was your question, Bug Bug Guy? Bug Guy. Just I guess for for the sake of not turning this into a rated X or whatever, tell us more about the non wood turning type projects that you've worked on. What do you like to do? Uh, one of the things I like to ask is what's, what's one of the most challenging pieces that you've, you've built? Um, so in the past, just like in this year, I think I've done a couple of jewelry boxes and that, that's something that somebody picks up. Yep. And inspects and like opens up and like looks at all the imperfections. And so like, uh, no, like I'll take a day off from work cause nothing, nothing like uh bugs me more than when there's imperfections in a box that I make. And so like whether it's the splines, whether it's the miters, whether it's the you know the tear out in some of the exotic wood, like I nitpick the hell out of those things. And um so they're a they're a challenge for me. But you know, I've done one in Paduke, I've done one in Purple Heart, I've done some I did a smaller one in Paduke too, but like the way they pop and then like I'll use I'll use like maple or something for the um you know for the the kind of the top and the splines and just like the front thing and um it's just fun it's just really cool like you know you just have to um you really just have to put take a picture of it it speaks for itself and so like I just love that it doesn't it doesn't require something like a reel it's like damn that's really pretty so do you, them. do you have a favorite type of wood you like to work with most? Um, um, <laughs> oh. um <laughs> uh, cherry. I don't get to work with cherry too often, um, but it's my favorite smelling wood. Um, I like turning it. It actually, it's not the easiest to turn. Um, pear, pear, Bradford pear is like it's like turning butter. I love that shit stuff um but uh besides besides that i think cherry yeah i work with a ton of walnut but cherry is like one of those things mm. Mm. here we are do you find your cherry pieces crack in the drying process or are you getting mostly thoroughly kiln dried cherry when you're turning it um all my stuff is pretty much kiln dried i i wind up actually like picking a lot of cutoffs from table makers that's where I got all this walnut. This guy did like 25 stair treads for this uh, rich dude. And I got all the cutoffs and I was like, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but again, I, I think it's going to require like reaching out to like an arborist and being like, hey, why don't you just drop that tree in my driveway and I'll take care of it. Like, I feel like that's, that's how I'm going to get access or like driving around after a big storm. But like besides that, so like yeah, yeah. So, 
So I uh, I use Harbor Freight sells them for fifty bucks. They're like a, a gear basket that goes into your trailer hitch, and yeah. it claims it has a five hundred pound capacity. And I've put significantly more than that on multiple occasions, and it's still holding up. But they're only like fifty bucks, right? And uh, after big storms, I drive around with my windows open, and I listen for the chainsaws. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you just tell them you want, you know, a couple of pieces at like you know two feet long. And a lot of times, the tree services will help you load it because it saves them weight at the dump too. Yeah, so these are TJ's tips for getting great big pieces of wood. But then you also start accumulating massive pieces of wood. But since you don't have to argue with a spouse, correct? Not yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, you can accumulate a pile of shame as, as tall as your house if you want out back, man. You'll get around to it. It's no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I... I I need to start buying like racks. Like that's what it's going to come down to. Like the racks. And, yep, there you go. Like I have my, I have my smaller turning, like turning blank uh, rack. Um, but I usually go through it pretty quickly. But that's because I'm not drying stuff. Like when I start drying stuff, it's going to be like, yeah. Is but, there any type of wood that you cannot turn with? I've heard. Wang, wench, or wang, or something like that. Wenge, it's pretty spicy on the nostrils. Yeah, and then I've also heard like you touch that wrong, it splinters you, and then if you don't get the splinters out, they become like instantly infected or like infected pretty quickly. Like there's some that just suck. Like uh, oh, actually, I avoid turning oak. I really don't like turning at least red oak. It's so grainy. Um, I've had bad experiences with tenons with. More Especially with mortises, I would never turn another mortise, another bowl with the uh, in red oak with a mortise. Just that's the projectile. Like, no, I'm good. Um, so, <laughs> right. yeah. Even though when it still got moisture and it also smells like when a dog gets sick, like, yeah, it's full yeah, of some wet acid. So, like, it it really reeks. Yeah, some wet woods like just suck. Um, like I don't even love, love turning Paduke that much. It's beautiful, but it's so oily. I just don't love how it turns. But and then um, pecan when it's dry, I call that pecan creep. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. No. Once once pecan actually dries out, it's gonna beat the mess out of you. So I'll okay. We can talk about something other besides turning in like one more story. But like uh, I picked up from an antique store. Uh, this this town like an hour north of me in new hope pennsylvania i picked this walnut blank up it was about 10 and a half inches 11 inches it was like i weighed it it was um it's only about this big it was 15 pounds and i was like why so heavy um easily double the weight of like another blank that size in walnut uh well when i started turning it i found um three i found three uh uh fence nails which shipped a couple of my tools, as well as a as well as a wire, like copper wire and filling. So um, I don't know what, what that bowl saw, what it went through, but it was a B I T C H to turn. Got a story. And 
that was just kind of like you never know where you're gonna find in a blank. Did you write it out to the end though? Like, is that bowl still kicking around? I sold it. I sold it. It was it was cool. But I'll tell you what, when I sanded that thing, it sanded like something that was that had been like saturated with epoxy. It was such. It was like a. It was like this. It really looked like really fine sanded epoxy. I don't know what what the walnut saw, man, but it was the craziest. Uh, the craziest blanket ever turned. I don't know. Could it have been? Yeah. Are you sure it was walnut? I I am. It was the shavings were walnut, but like it was so hard, and I don't know. That thing was from outer space. I swear, like that thing was nuts. Space. Well, could it have been nice. from in the, the right part of Pennsylvania for it? So yeah, no, I got you. I mean, I can understand it being that hard if it came out of like Kensington with like you know the blood shit. But like you know, I wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can't do that here. <laughs> so okay, so we're starting to get some questions, and none of them have anything to do with woodworking. So I'm gonna run them That's, through. That looks like my DMs usually. That looks like a lot of my DMs. So somebody in the comments sent this through. Uh, oh boy. Sorry, completely unrelated question. How can I get a man like Dylan? Which one? Yeah, I'm taken. <laughs> Sorry. Which one? There's no, no clarification. I'm uh, but this taken. is the same this is the same viewer that also said uh up here they said something good. Something about <laughs> getting lost. Oh, someone can someone tell can't tell what Dylan's talking about. I'm lost in his eyes. So Dylan, that blurry camera of yours, it's doing yeah. something. Thank you. Yeah. I got a uh, uh I got a DM I got a DM yesterday that said um what was the wording? It was like, um, you do great work. I've never seen a more beautiful face in my entire existence. And I was like, why would you send that? Like, what? Like, I'm not going to respond to that. Well, you, yeah. You because I was trying to get a hold of you. I know. And you did not <laughs> respond to me. And I was really upset about it. I was like, what? <laughs> but like, that's so cool. Keep that shit to yourself. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I'm sorry, first of all, and like, <laughs> why would you tell me that? Like, Can we talk but so if about your oversized wooden cutlery also? <laughs> Hold yeah. on, we got a question about Dylan's crooked nose. Why is your nose crooked? Did insane artist ask that? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a friend. that's a friend of mine, she knows the answer. Uh, so it was in a schoolyard fight. Um, and I was in like oh. second grade. Yeah. Listen, listen, Daniel King, he looks way worse than me. All right. <laughs> way worse. <laughs> but he chickened out and moved to Florida in fourth grade. So <laughs> I think I won. I don't know. Scared, scared him off so bad. The whole yep. family moved. Peace, man. Now he's, now he's officially Florida, man. Like sucks for you. He's got like an Owen Wilson. I you Facebook stalked him, and then you've seen him like shirtless in a folding aluminum yard chair with like the silhouette of an alligator proximal. I, I have to assume that Santa's, uh, Hannah is running the surf prep account right now. Let the person who DM'd know about the calendar coming out. Don't leave them on red. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't leave them on red. I did not read. <laughs> Have, you just have, deleted. 
have you turned <laughs> koa wood? I don't think so. Have you? What's it like? Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's fine. It's hard. It, what do you it, do it, it Dylan? Like, it's not that spicy. What's the one that got me in my nose real bad that is normally in Woodcraft right next to the Koa cutoffs? Oh, my, my, sorry. My wife just texted me. She's watching it. She said, Dylan's not even that attractive. <laughs> Damn, sorry, your honey. own wife thinks that about you? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah which one are you talking about, hon? Which yeah, one are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you know what? You okay, can tell, you, you tell your Koa. wife she has a beautiful heart. She does. I don't know what your wife looks like. She could be beautiful too, but she is. Yeah. Okay. Talk about the Koa again. Good job. But yeah, Koa polishes up real pretty. It's easier to turn than stuff like Osage or Mulberry, right? Or Elm after it gets way too dry. Yeah. I've heard anytime somebody works with Osage, uh, if it's and any kind of food grade anything for turning, it leaves, no matter what you finish it with, it leaves the, the taste of the wood in whatever makes contact with it. Like, you, you almost can't mask it. That's what I've heard. Well, that's too bad. I just know that it, it polishes to, like, 2,000. Like, yeah. you can you fill its own pores up super tight, and, yeah, it, it polishes pretty. But it will... Yeah. Dull your tools like crazy, even when it's green. Yeah. Kind of like locust. Man, there's this weird thing where everybody, oh man, I'm not getting on the locust soapbox, but I don't like locust. End of story. Never turned it. But... You're missing out on nothing. <laughs> Garbage trees that are basically honeysuckle that's 40 feet tall. <laughs> Only thing it's good for is fence posts. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. What else? What else have I made in the past Three, year? One, um, no. I <laughs> let's see. Uh, I oh, I did I did a built-in, did a bunch of built-ins for this fitness company near me. I did all their weight racks, um, uh, some of their wall storage. Uh, so that was that was big. That was bulky. That was um, I wouldn't call it fine woodworking, but it was something different. So. I can't get over the comments. I'm sorry. Just have the comments are getting. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying to keep it related. Like, so guys sorry. just laughing over there. Uh, I'll go back to uh, talking about turning. What, I will. What, don't don't what, make what, me go back to turning. What do you know about oversized cutlery? Oh, yeah. Tell us oversized about oversized cutlery? cutlery? Oh, you're talking about spoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, those are something I added to the bowls. I was like, if you want to set, like, you know, um, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not like hand carving them. Like, I really enjoy, I really enjoy making them. But you know, they're band sawed, they're sanded, they're um, a lot of a lot of oscillating spindle sander. So, um, actual spoon carving is something that I would love to get into um, probably in the new year. Like, like take an Anibal trades course. Like, that'd be really cool. I, I concur. Anibal trades out. For a couple of weeks, though, she had a disastrous nacho incident, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, how hard are you reaching for a knife while making nachos? Like, she says she wasn't drunk. I don't know, man. I've never gone for keys that fast myself. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you're 
if you're, I read her, the post, it sounds like she's yeah. regularly getting up for like midnight nachos. Somebody yeah. that's getting up regularly for midnight nachos, they're not, they're not here to mess around with their nacho game. Like, right. But that, but you guys realize that I look like I get up for midnight nachos and Ann doesn't. <laughs> I, it made me feel bad. It made me feel better about my insomnia. Like it, it made me feel a little like I'm like okay I'm not alone like and now I have permission to go eat like that's even cooler like and injure yourself while doing so honestly we, we your permission could, we could do we could do sawdust talk after dark and just do it at like one in the morning and just get all the insomnia people but we'd just be stuffing our mouths with food while we're talking so yeah <laughs> or not talk nachos nacho talk just sit and look at each other while we eat nachos in our shame. Are you guys? Are you guys seeing the com- like? I'm not seeing the comments until you bring them up, and then do I want to see yeah. the comments? I'm gonna be honest. No. Maybe, maybe not. They're they're very distracting. Okay. It's DMs, but just rolling, just live. Uh, DB Woodturns though asks, "What are your thoughts on rolling pins? Have you made any rolling pins?" Uh, yeah, DB Woodturns is cool if they follow me. Um. Yeah, I actually have um, I have four more blanks over there. I just ordered a, a bunch. Um, if she wants one, call me, girl. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, uh, I I enjoy doing them. What? Nothing. I'm interacting with chat silently. Oh, okay. Again, I'm not seeing that, so I'm just seeing these hand signals. I'm like, do I have, like? No, you're good. Don't worry about me. Yeah, nine okay, seconds cool. to talk. Um, what's your favorite I think you've kind of answered this but DB also asked what your favorite wood to uh, work with is we're starting to get questions Um, now so it's a very private question I really don't feel comfortable answering that it'll be in the liner notes in December kids (laughs) yeah you can see that in the calendar ladies men do I was going to say I think we We've had more men. Yeah, let's chasing you. Not, let's not talk about the. Let's not talk about the demographics of my followers. It's <laughs> it's something I don't want to talk about with many people. Uh, uh, do people really use mango wood for tables? Does anybody work with mango wood? I've had a mango. That'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, like I know what it is, and that's about as close as I've come to working with mangoes. Uh, yeah. Like mango exists like in the woodcraft bins or like it used to a couple of years back. And the cool thing about fruit trees is that there's so much sugar inside of the wood that it, it spalts a little bit quicker than non-fruiting trees. So I could see a big slab of mango if you flat dried it once you cut the tree, uh, spalting up and being real pretty. So like you could convince me they exist, but the number number of mango tables in the US is probably under a thousand. That's my guess. So, so there so is they, an opening in the demographic. Sure. Can you imagine all the people that wish they had a mango table? I bet they, they think it looks like a mango yeah. and they're sorely disappointed. There's maybe they meant a little table just for their mango. Maybe that's what they meant. Like there you go. Lemon, a like a lemon board for like cutting boards. Just a tiny little table for mango. All right, I got a it's fun a fact. For the, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I eat lemons like I eat apples. That's I, gross. I eat lemons 
Yeah. Okay. I, I love eating lemons like that. Like you eat the peel and bite into them like an apple, or do you slice them and eat the inside like an orange? Rind and all, baby, like an apple. Why? I love the taste of <laughs> So. Even the rind and everything? That doesn't really answer the question thing. at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, so, one of the fun facts. There, there's your fun fact for the night. Huh. It's okay, buddy. You're in good company. <laughs> I, uh, my dentist probably hates me, but, uh, I think, but yeah, yeah, I do. Spaghettios taste the same, hot or cold. Like, I, I think it's the same. And so, see, I that's, just eat a right that's ridiculous. I don't know about that. Do you have scurvy? Do you have scurvy? I'm actually a pirate, severely undernourished. <laughs> all, all of his rolling pins are actually peg legs repurposed. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Our, our favorite viewer uh, finally asked, not just about looking deep into your eyes, and the, do you consider your work an, a, uh, a work, or do you consider it to be an art? Fun mm. um, for the longest time, I resisted the, the, the name artist. I think it, it comes with the connotation of, like, hippie shit, and uh, I don't know. I... I really like that I'm working, but I think the longer I do it, the more like passion you put into it. Like, um, I don't know. Like, if I made it into like a full fledged, like, um, full time kind of business thing, I think I'd have to change my perspective a bit a little bit. Um, I look at this as an art um, because there's still that passion there. If I lose that, it's a job, and then that's pretty straight. But as long as I still love it, I call it art. Yeah. I I think that when the design decisions become deliberate and you're actively pursuing processes in the name of a specific look, you're starting to transcend woodworking and, and moving into that art and design realm for sure. Yeah. Wood arting. Yeah. Wood arting. Yeah. Uh, Eleven sixteen Woodworks wants to know: Is it a, is a hot dog a sandwich? Good question. This question. I thought it's my absolute favorite foods in the world. Like I, I can eat them all day long. Yeah, I know it's a wiener. I know, I know, I know, I know. But like I can eat so many hot dogs, and um, so yeah, yeah, it's a sandwich. Well, actually, I don't really care. I love them. Yeah. Ah, in America, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think Man, about that. You could really rile up your demographic, I guess, if you just start posting some hot dog eating reels. Just they seem they seem ready to go. So, all right, when I, I grow twenty five thousand followers overnight, <laughs> it's because it's because I did all all I, all I can eat. I mean, I'll hold the camera, bud. Don't don't make me. I got family in Akron. It ain't that far away. I've been to Akron. I did a, I did line dancing in Akron. That was cool. Yeah, your car broke down and you couldn't leave because that's how everybody got there and stayed. Uh, yeah, I, I visited a friend out in Canton and I drove up to Akron and uh, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um, 
like free swing. It wasn't cool, but it was it was unique. Yeah. Downtown Akron's not, not bad. The, the rest of Akron is there's a reason why the Alcoholics Anonymous founders house is in Akron. So <laughs> one second. It's actually as far west as I've been in the US, if you can believe it or not. I've never been west of Akron, Ohio. All right. Huh. Braden, well, on our hippy dippy RV road trip to go get walnut, we may have to take a trip east. I'm so, hey, I'm in. Up Dylan and then take him west to Walnut Land. I think. Hey, I'll have to run that by my wife. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't. Yeah, that's right. This <laughs> guy. Uh, hey, I think that that's what's going to take our YouTube channel to uh, to new heights. It's just uh, just real world locals. To Wally Walnut World, I was gonna go like a hillbillies style uh, journey to the curly walnut mecca, but yeah, sure, real world or no, yeah, sure. Weekend at Bernie's trip to to Walnut Heaven is amazing. We're taking a dead guy <laughs> to Oregon now. No, we're just gonna get <laughs> hung over Dylan. Happening? It's amazing. I'm getting me. Yeah. I am so lost right now i really don't know what's happening this this uh, we're, we're threatening um, with a good time this episode really insane, uh, oh so insane artist 452 asked if i've ever done an art trade with another creative um so yeah actually with her i traded a uh, segmented pen for a custom-made t-shirt she's a seamstress so oh, nice that was is super cool and also another lady does pottery tracy mayday and i did a pen for her and she it's actually upstairs but it's a mug that says world's okayest woodworker I love it was that my that absolute favorite mug that's an awesome mug yeah um, so shout out there that was really cool so we, we've got one one more question in the chat and i think it's probably a good one to kind of start wrapping things up with but so for someone completely new to woodworking where would you recommend oh frick uh where would you recommend someone start i love carving wood blocks for printmaking but want to learn more just not sure where to begin hmm. um i'd say i learned the very very basics in high school about how some machines run, but I kid you not, I learned how to run a table saw from YouTube, right? Like YouTube is free education. Watch as much as you can, understand as much as you can about something before you buy anything, before you uh, make any kind of investment. You can learn so much from there. And um, honestly, that's where I would start. If I, if I wanted to learn something completely new from scratch, even now today, Start with YouTube. That goes right. for woodworking. Mm -hmm. I'd say like 50% of what I've learned from woodworking has been YouTube. Yeah. The other 50% is just how quick Amazon Prime can replace stuff that you break as you break it. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. I just ordered a brand new, band, uh, new saw blade for my table saw and it's going to be here within less than 24 hours. It's amazing. Okay, so are, are we uh, are we bringing it all together here? Let's wrap I it think up. So, okay. Um, so for our for our viewers, thank you uh, to our sponsor, Surf, Surf Prep and George Supply Co. Go check them out. We could do this without them, but it wouldn't be nearly as good. So 
We wouldn't have a cool calendar. That's true. Uh, uh, make sure to check out the uh, the men, the makers of the Maker World calendar uh, coming soon to like the back part of Gas Station Magazine racks near you. Right. Um, Hot nights, 12 months of wood-filled fury. Yep. So, so af and after plugging that, let's go help fight childhood cancer. Check out the Makers for St. Jude product uh, project. He has a maker challenge going on right now. Uh, that one is actually a good cause. Uh, so definitely check it out. There's a ton, tons of ways that you can get involved. There's a ton of different prizes. There's a lot of different uh, brands that are sponsoring it. So go check that out. That link is actually in our bio. And I did check. It is spelled right. So you'll get where you need to go. Yes. Um, Dylan, thank you so much for being on. Uh, thanks You're for welcome. bearing with us on the, the echo and the, the tech pro, uh, issues. Oh, yeah. Also, click this little carrot thing and you can follow everybody that's on this episode. Uh, you'll probably like them. So, but yeah, Dylan, thanks for sticking through the tech, the tech issues. The second we said we hadn't had an issue with Instagram Live in a while, we should have known it was going to try and just completely collapse. So we, we brought that on ourselves. Uh, TJ, mm -hmm. do your thing, man. All right, Dylan. So at the end of our shows, I like to ask our guests to provide us with uh, something motivational, a quote, an idea, a thought, or, or something to convince the people who are following along this evening or listening to us in the future on a podcast to go kick open their shop doors, make a mess, and get awesome. Is there anything that you'd like to share with the class? Yeah, I'd say don't don't go into it. Don't go into the shop looking to make money. That's that's I mean, if you're in it for the job, you have to, but as long as you as long as it's still something you enjoy doing, makes something you're proud of, and whether it sells or not doesn't really matter. It's what about it's it's what makes you proud to say with my two hands, with my mind, I made this. And that's why any of us bought our first table saw. That's why any of us bought our first tool is because we had a desire to build. Like that's, that's a human thing, a desire to make, to create. And don't, don't be eager to lose that because you can, when you start dealing with dollar signs, you can, you can lose the thing that makes you proud to say, I did this. So keep it organic. Preach it. I love it. That's good. There you have it. All right, y'all. See you guys next week. Arigato. Bye. Awesome. Bye. All right. See if I can do it without killing it.